Welcome to Vader Nation, the most impressive podcast in the Star Wars galaxy. You'll speak to the Emperor about that. Be careful not to choke on your aspirations, Director. <laughs> Most impressive. Don't underestimate the Welcome to Vader Nation, um, the the most impressive podcast in the Star Wars galaxy. I'm your host, Ray J, a.k.a. Randy Hawkins. And, um, yeah, um, anyways, um, I thought I'd um, explain... This is like the first episode, so I thought I'd explain my fandom in the Star Wars universe. Um, I was born in 1980, the year that um, Empire Strikes Back came out. Um, in 1983, 
I went to the movies with my parents. I was three years old at the time, and I saw Return of the Jedi. Um, I vaguely remember it because I was three, but I do remember Darth Vader, and I do remember the Ewoks. Um, I grew up in Barstow, California, this small little podunk town in California. Um, everybody loves Star Wars in that town, and I moved to Victorville, California. Everybody loves Star Wars in that town. Um, I now live in Utah. Anyways, um, I, um, I kind of had very little interest in Star Wars at the um, beginning. It was kind of like, um, how do I say it? Um, it was kind of like, whatever is Star Wars. I know about Star Wars. I've seen, like, I've seen the Ewok adventure like five, six times. Um, and I vaguely remember that time I went and saw, uh, Star Wars with my parents when I was three years old. Um, and then I started hanging out with my, um, female cousin who loved Star Wars and she pretty much got me into it. Uh, like she had like all the books, like courtship of princess leia she had every movie and then when the special editions came out um i didn't go see the um the episode um five and six in the theater when the special editions came out i did see um see episode four at the dollar theater when the special editions came out and I wanted to see it on the big screen cause I never got to see it on the big screen. Um, it was released in 77. So I wasn't even born yet. So, um, yeah. Um, anyways, since then I've, um, I remember a time when, um, I was in high school and the prequels came along and um, I was going to Victor Valley High School in Victorville, California. And all the kids in my school were like crazy about um, seeing Phantom Menace. And um, I actually got to go to um, the Edwards 22 in Ontario, California to see the Phantom Menace and it was on a big screen and it was um, near the uh, Ontario Mills Mall in uh, California. And um, the, I, I was able to wait in line before the movie came out. I didn't sleep uh, before the movie out. I didn't sleep before the movie came out. I saw the movie like two uh two weeks after it was released because I had a job and um, I was going to school and I wanted to see it at this uh, big screen movie theater. So I saw it and um, I saw all the other um, prequel movies. Um, if you ask me, I'm kind of a prequel defender, but um, there are some things that annoy me about the prequels like Jar Jar Binks. I like him, but sometimes he's annoying, and the fart jokes in Phantom Menace are a little 
idiotic. Um, Phantom Menace, uh, that's when I became a fan of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, I knew him as Alec, Alec Guinness's character in um, the original Star Wars. But um, Phantom Menace, Ewan McGregor look, made him look like cool dude Obi-Wan. He was a young guy, and the fight scene between Maul and him was the best scene in the prequels, I, hands down, I have to say. Even though um, everybody liked um, Revenge of the Sith and their... There is a fight scene between Anakin and uh, Obi-Wan in that. I didn't like Obi-Wan in those two because he was um, kind of fatherly and um, like the thing that um, changed that was um, um, the Clone Wars. When I saw the Clone Wars... Um, he did he did act like a father figure to um Anakin but it wasn't like it was in the movies where he was you're going to do what i say and how i do it and I, that just didn't fit for me even though i like Ewan McGregor and i'm 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 rooting for a um Obi-Wan standalone movie when it happens um anyways um when Disney purchased Star Wars, um, I already knew about um, Marvel, per the purchase of Marvel at the time. And I was kind of a Marvel fan at the time. And when I found out that Star Wars was pur purchased by Disney, I got back into my fandom of Star Wars. Um, I still am, I, I was still into Star Wars before that time but star wars kind of at the time was kind of lacking at the time um it didn't do nobody did too much in it and it was kind of there was not much done um uh i remember seeing um force awakens um when han solo died i cried like a baby my wife can attest to that. Um, I saw, um, and I saw Rogue One. Um, I, I like Rogue One more. I, I'm more of a fan of Jyn or so than Rey. Because even though she got killed at the end of Rogue One, I really, really like Rey. Really, really like Jyn or so. And, um, yeah. Anyways, my wife is like a huge fan of Star Wars 2, and my um, I'm introducing my daughter to Star Wars, and uh, when my son turns four, he's getting a um, Black Series Darth Vader. I already bought it for him, but uh, <laughs> he's too young right now. He's only one. Um, anyways, um, it's time for me to go into the news of the day. Um, I'm kind of, I, I'm kind of working on the segments here. I, I don't know how I want to work it. Um, 
I kind of the I'm thinking about naming it after naming the segments after um, Darth Vader quotes. Um, like uh, the news segment is going to be "Don't choke on your amb ambition" from Rogue One. Um, but here's the news and my opinion on it. Um, first of all, um, I'm going to talk about J.J. Um, Abrams coming back for Episode Nine. Um, I don't have a problem with J.J. coming back for Episode Nine. The thing is, um, I've heard Force Cast. Um, Ryan and Daniel at Forcecast talk about this, and I kind of agree with them on that. I'm cool with JJ doing it, but I don't want it to be Nostalgia City all over again. I kind of want it to be, um, like, I don't want him to attack the prequels in it, and I don't want him to go, oh, you know what? Lando wasn't in the second movie in this in episode set episode eight. So guess what? We're gonna bring in episode nine. Hello, Lando. No. Um <laughs> keep it, make it its own thing. Um and uh that's all I, I've got to say about that. Um, also, uh, there's a story out that um, Star Wars Rebels premiering is going, the first new episodes are going to premiere at 1230 at night. Um, I don't know what Disney XD is planning with this. Um just recently, they um, tried to make an Adult Swim-like thing out of video game um, shows that little kids don't really watch. It was just stuff that um, grown-ups were mainly watching that had video game stuff. I think they want to do. They want to put it in the twelve thirty slot because they're looking at a way to bring um, more adult fare, more grown-up fare to, um, to later in the night on Disney XD. That's why I think, it, that's what I think is going on with uh, the 1230 time slot for Star Wars Rebels. Because Star Wars Rebels is, unlike most shows on Disney XD, Star Wars Rebels is more... The, their fan base is more older, like people my age, 36, um, 40s, 20s, and then and then the kids are into it too. Um, the thing they've been doing with the um, the late night stuff over the summer is um, is they're keeping it general audience based, which means. Um, you have the Adult Swim like shows, but they want to keep the, they want to keep it so if a little kid is staying up at night, they can watch it too with their parents. So I have a feeling that that's what they're doing with um, Star Wars Rebels. 
That's just my speculation. I'm not sure, but that's how I look at it. Um, and then um, there was a tweet released by um, Mark Hamill just recently. Um, I'm going to show that right here in the screen share. Hold on. Um, oh, crud. Um, it says, watch Monday Night Football on Monday, October 9th, for no reason in particular. And then he, and then he, um, he came back and said, said that that wasn't what it was about. It was about something else. Let me get this screen share thing off. Um, okay. Um, there. So that's what was going on with that. Um, I actually think that Lucasfilm might be releasing that trailer during the Super during Monday Night Football because that's what they did with Force Awakens. Um, the third trailer was released for Force Awakens during Monday Night Football, and they um, they hyped it like crazy, and then they released it during Monday Night Football. Um, I actually think that that's where the um, new trailer is going to premiere during Monday Night Football that day on on October 9th, it said. Um, yeah, so I think that that's where it's going to premiere. Um, but if it doesn't, we were lied to, I guess. I don't know. Um, Mark Hamill's tweets are very cryptic, you know, don't ask me. Um, okay. Now, uh, time for my rant, which I call, um, no, the, the line from Revenge of the Sith that's a lot of people are like, eh. I don't like that line, but um, I've used that line to for my rants. I like I I don't get I get political sometimes, and I have to rant. And the way I rant when I do rant on a podcast, I'll use that sound effect of no. Okay, so um. Anyways, um, this is what I'm going to talk about. Um, it's a Star Wars fan alienation. <sighs> this thing has kind of shown up when Rogue One came out. And it started with that stupid protest by Trump supporters saying, oh, the um, writers of Rogue One are criticizing Trump 
So they put an anti-Trump propaganda in Rogue One. So guess what? We're not going to see Rogue One. Whatever. I don't care. And then um, there was a certain podcast that said some things they shouldn't have said. They at least apologized. But people decided to boycott them. And, you know, why boycott other fans just because of something they said? And then there was another, there was a tweet just recently um, posted on Twitter say, talking about um, Jamie, Pasca Jamie Pascal, the head of Sony who produced Spider-Man Homecoming, and Kathleen Kennedy uh, being secretaries, and that makes it bad for them to make movies. I don't care. All I'm going to say is what all this is doing is just alienating the fan base. The right side, there, there's a right side of the fan base over here, and there's a left side of the fan base, and they're in the per political spectrum, basically. Um, let me just give it to you this way. California, a blue state, huge fa fans of, of Star Wars. Utah, a red state, huge fans of Star Wars. Let, let me finish. Ted Cruz, when he was running for office, uh, put, put down that uh, when he was uh, running for presidency, he had uh, Force Awakens as a perk for donating to his campaign. On the other side, J.J. Abrams had a, um, a uh, fundraiser for Hillary Clinton, and she said that she loves Star Wars in front of J.J., you know, whoopity-doo, whatever. What I'm trying to explain here is Star Wars is for everybody. And about that whole boycotting of that podcast, I totally agree. We need a female director in Star Wars. Personally, you want to know who I want to, the female director I want directing Star Wars? She's not going to do it because she's, she's busy with another film. I want the director of Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was so good, I actually believe she could make a really good Star Wars movie. And also, I, I kind of look up to her now because she was kind of born near me. She was born in Victorville, which I grew up in Victorville. And I was actually born in that area. I was born in Apple Valley near Victorville, which is kind of near Victorville. Um, but yes, I do believe that... Go ahead, Kathleen Kennedy. Bring in, bring in um, oh, Ava DuVernay. Okay, B bring in anybody. I don't care. We can have 
this. I'm all cool with it. But the thing is, I don't like people boycotting other people because, oh, the fandom, the fandom's upset. The fandom's upset. Whatever. Star Wars unites people. And that's the thing I want to emphasize. Star Wars unites people. I am a conservatarian, okay? I'm libertarian slash conservative, basically. There's another Star Wars fan who's on the left who we disagree politically. But, but, we agree on one thing, Star Wars. If, if we had a conversation, if I had a conversation with someone on the left about Star Wars, no problem. It'd be cool. But the thing that's driving me mad, okay, is this alienation that's going on in the fandom that does not need to be there. <sighs> How do I say it? Star Wars has been, for a lot of people, an escape from polit political stuff. I'm no fan of Trump, okay? Star Wars gets my mind off it. Star Wars keeps my mind off it. It helps me. I know that that like um, that Return of the Jedi was an analogy to the Vietnam War, and that how George Lucas hated it. But, um, in a sense. Star Wars is about politics, of course. We looked at that through um, the the uh, the prequels. That was the big thing in the prequels, and it's all about politics. But there's a point where the fandom does not need to bring their politics into Star Wars. That's just my opinion. You can go ahead and take it whatever way you want. I mean, you can listen to this podcast right now and you can just shut it off for all I care. But that's just my opinion. And that's how I feel. But that's just how I feel. People may feel in a different way. But as I said... Star Wars unites everybody. Plain and simple. Star, okay. I love, I love Darth Vader. This guy over here loves Darth Vader. That guy over there loves Darth Vader. We all love Darth Vader. Why can't we just get along over it? Why does... This guy posts this this idiot on Twitter posts something stupid saying that that basically Kathleen Kennedy's incompetent because she was a secretary. 
I trust Kathleen Kennedy. I don't like I the only mistake she ever made in my book was giving M. Night Shyamalan the um the the um last airbender movie. Um if if you know what Avatar the Last Airbender is. He basically screwed that up. And she was the producer on that because ever since um uh what's that Bruce Willis movie he did? Um The Sixth Sense she and her husband have been produce executive producers on M Night movies. And she did that with um The Last Airbender and she let do trash The Last Airbender. But um yeah. Star Wars unites us. And I want you guys to think about this. Star Wars unites everybody. And wouldn't we be better off in the world if we all just get along?
this has been another episode of Vader Nation. The views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of Lucasfilm LLC or Walt Disney Pictures. This has been a production of Ray J's World. Visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Ray J's World.